Hello dear heart, welcome to the Flourishing Practitioners Podcast, where we talk all things about space holding, caring for our clients and succeeding in our businesses. We explore the wisdom from coaches, counsellors and healers. My name's Gabrielle Walker and I'm so honoured that you're here. Let's dive in. Hi beloveds, today our podcast is about Heal or Heal Thyself, so exploring some of the perceptions that as human beings, as healers, that we have to be perfect, all together have figured it all out before we start doing anything and helping others. What I've discovered along the way is that this is truly an art of co-creation. There's no over another person or knowing better about someone else's life, but and allowing the magic of weaving together to come together. I feel like this is such a nuanced conversation and you will probably hear this across the podcast that my message is truly that you are good enough if you feel the call to step into a space of healing. You are probably already doing it in your life. You're probably already that person that people call or you're holding space for other people and sometimes that is your skill set and it's so natural to you it's so automatic that you don't even realize how much of a beautiful natural part of you it is and how much it has to offer the world on our Aka Oha Oha calls at the moment we have a topic that we're exploring in the next few weeks about there's a difference between knowing you have a gift and embodying your gift and part of embodying our gift is stepping into owning it, sharing it, talking to it out loud, allowing ourselves to to step into the, the identity, albeit temporarily, it doesn't need to be always, and to have that flexibility to move with all that we be, all that we are, and all that we connect with. So this is sort of an introductory chat about this. I'm sure we'll touch on it throughout other podcasts. Um, so grateful you're here. Hope you're having a beautiful day. Namahi. Uh, in this call we also mention uh, Radanga calls, which are the Weaving with the Heavens calls that we do as part of, well they started as part of Akutura Whanui Māori healing training to inform the practitioners to understand some of the wider or the spirit forces or the kaitiaki, the energies that we use as part of our healing practice, yet it's extended beyond that and I've had the beautiful awakening to welcome people from around the world into that. Uh, our next intake for Kuake uh, Tahi, the first exploration of the heavens, is starting in January 2024. Uh, so I will pop the link in this episode, so if you're interested just check that out, reach out to me if you need to, and I look forward to connecting with and meeting those who feel the call. Today we are going to be speaking to the topic of Healer Heal Thyself. My name is Jamie and I am weaving with Gabrielle, our main host today. So cool to hear you do the introduction, thank you. <laughs> today we're going to be talking on the topic of Healer Heal Thyself and it's one of those things that uh, I often hear when people inquire about Akotoro Whanui, the Māori healing training is like Either I don't feel like I'm healed enough to be a healer or do I need to be more healed to do this work, this mahi or I'll also sometimes see 
not so much now because I barely spend any time on Facebook, but back in the day I would see Facebook posts that people would say about heal heal thyself, such and so and so is not healed. And yeah, I just wanted to have a conversation about it today because I don't think it's that simple. Yeah, I guess what's coming to me first off is the whole time I've been a healer, I've never felt 100% healed, even though I know that I'm full, as in I know that I have my little gaps and spaces that need healing. It doesn't mean I'm broken. And that sometimes when I am going through a lot, it actually makes me more able to relate to my clients and more precise in my capacity and maybe less leaky energetically. Mm. At the same time, there have been other times where I probably have needed to rest more than I did. Mm. Uh, It's a a nuanced thing. But I also believe that doing our own healing as practitioners, healing, supervision, therapy, however that looks, is so important because just through the connection with multiple people, we are being activated in different ways and requiring requiring healing just from everyday life and living in this time. Mm. I don't know about you, but it certainly seems like this moment, there's a lot shifting in the collective that our expectations from when we were younger about what life was or could be are nothing like I would have thought if I tapped back into my younger self, my younger, even, even in my 20s of what I thought life would look like is nothing like what it is now. And coming to terms with that can require healing on its own. So, um, and, and something else that's also coming to mind is that I really like the word, word healer, even though some people don't for various reasons. For me, I like it because I feel that it isn't a disempowering word unless you make it to be one. And we're not saying that we're fixers or just that we're offering the energy of healing and however that works with your energy or field if you are coming for a healing session is yours to hold um but yeah i like i like the word healing Mm. um for me for me it feels like a powerful one Mm. yeah is there anything at all that comes to mind with just with that saying healer heal thyself Mm. um authenticity and transparency um quite strong values of mine and I feel like through our own humanness and our experience of day-to-day life and the challenges that we all face it makes us more human more relatable to our clients as well so that it doesn't always appear like we have it all figured out and to me that is a bit more relatable and then also uh it draws the right people to us too because we are being really real and people can see that and feel that. Mm. Yeah, I agree. And I think, though I sometimes do judge myself about when I am feeling out of alignment, I'm like, oh, I'm doing this practice that's helping other people. I shouldn't feel like this. But yeah, it is, it is, like you say, there's this aspect of authenticity and trueness to it. And If I think back to when I began, there's no way I could know the different challenges and things that would come up. You're just not aware of every piece of you that's unhealed or Mm. how our energy is moving and I guess sometimes being transferred or projected towards others if if we don't. And typically I find 
in the professional space, it's actually pretty easy mm. to stay in the role of being a healer and to mm. open up my humanness and my heart. It's it's more of my personal life that I find that difficult. Mm. Um, so for me, for me, that that delineation generally isn't too much of an issue in the healing space. Um, I guess it would be different for every peop- every person though, and I've certainly seen some people who maybe they're so keen to be healers but not so keen to look at their own stuff sometimes as well and that's where I think this this particular Tokyo problem is really important and powerful is that if if our if our internal work is out of balance with our external work that something needs to shift there I don't, I don't know I think sometimes that's when our ego can come through or um, if there is a misalignment there, the way that we're sharing uh, our work can come through in a way that isn't always pure. And I feel like that's not what we want to be doing because if we're not healing ourselves, then we're passing through uh, a mixture of different things to people, which feels really um, not like our purpose and, and why we need to be here. Yeah, and I'm so grateful for my clients. I feel as if I, I've been encouraged to grow. Sometimes I'll see someone shift through something I know I'm working on and I'm like, damn, you know, that, that piece of me that's accountable, I'm like, I have to like face that now. Like this person's so courageously done that and um, so I am going to. And that, that's I like that about myself and the, the process of integrating with clients is that it does encourage me to look at stuff when I know I need to. At the same time, I also, um, yeah, I found that I need certain things to be in place for my healing that I wouldn't have been able to articulate when I was younger. So some of the things that I use as part of, have used as part of my healing process currently, as my say, I'll go for clearing energy and um, time massage. I also go for like swims and walks and nature connects and connecting with safe people talking but I've all and I love um I'm a particular kinesiologist at the moment but in the past I've done things like um spinal flow and I'm trying to think of all the different things I've tried a lot of different healing modalities along my journey um when I was trying to I used to have and I don't have this anymore but I used to have a it was almost like an energetic ball of trauma sitting with me that I was very aware of and I was always trying to shift it. And in the process of trying to shift that, I went to a lot of different healers for different things um, and I realised now I'm sort of down to one or two people that I feel safe with and that's what is the best. So at the time when I began, I didn't, I thought that more was better, you know, go here, go to all these people, but actually that that spread my energy and I found like, okay, here are the things that work for me. Um, um this particular kinesiologist and um, and kinesiology that, that works on a, a sort of multiple level, like spiritually and emotionally and physically. And then um yeah, that, those are the main... And then the Thai mm. massage for my physical release because that helps my, my back and things mm. like that, my posture when I've done, been doing a lot of sessions or when I'm holding a lot of tension in my shoulders from the day-to-day things, mm. which sometimes I'll go down into rabbit holes of like stressing about different things. That mm. seems to release that and just really shift my energy um, and the beach always. So, mm. 
yeah, wondering what your healing journey in general has looked like. Yeah, like you, um, very similar. Uh, there were points in my life where it felt more, um, I felt more of an initiation and call and have definitely tried out an array of different modalities over the years. And for me at the moment, I feel mostly drawn to Romi Romi, or I have for however long I've been receiving it and um, sharing it. And from time to time, other practitioners as well. Uh, similarly, the way that you process, I guess, also, I think um, with being a mum, healing has also been like a day-to-day -day thing where I, it's become a way of life as well. It's kind of like once you see things, you can't unsee things in terms of your awareness. I think you sort of build that muscle that everyday moments um, of presence or challenge also become moments of healing. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I love that. And as you're talking, Cora's like <laughs> making her sounds. She's sleeping um, on, on Jamie in the carrier pack at the moment as we're talking. So go mum, Judy. I love it. Um, and yeah, thanks for making the time while you've got her as well. I, I, and I also was just thinking as you were talking, I found that our daranga calls really healing as well for mm. me and, and tapping into the nuances of energetics. So that's where we're looking at the Māori heavens. It's a, a training. Uh, but that was has been surprisingly healing on a really energetic level that I don't even know what you'd call that modality. <laughs> it's like it's like a mixture of rumirumi and kōrirumirimiri and then all the other things and that the... the the energy of collective intention to shift mm. some of our collective and individual experiences for me, that's been really mm. beautiful and nourishing and grounding as a part of being a healer, actually. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't draw that line until you said it, but when we are in that space, it absolutely is. It's a very healing space to be in and amazing that you can, you know, do that in an online space, but also the power of a collective group um, with similar intentions and things. It's been interesting on those calls in terms of the healer healer self that we are, yeah, like we're generally walking with similar things, similar themes within our lives and often we see that in conversations we have day to day and in sessions as well. Um, but how much of what we are experiencing here is, uh, you know, for our own healing and comes through in the themes of, uh, in the healing space, the kaitiaki or the, the mara kura whatukura, um, the celestial beings that we are specifically weaving with in the, the current wānanga. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's so true. And I think in that way, Maybe our healing isn't always just for ourselves and our own trauma, it's also for the collective. And mm -hmm. I don't know for sure anything at all, but maybe sometimes what we're feeling is a gift to everyone to shift and to face. And even by one person shifting and facing that, it, it shifts for a lot of people and has ripples into our family and our descendants and our legacy and all the things. So, yeah. Mm. Is there anything else you can think of on that, this one at all? Yeah. yeah, thank you so much for 
connecting with us for this topic today. Uh, heal or heal thyself. Know that wherever you're at in your healing journey and wherever you feel, um, take the time to, this is at least my practice, I take the time to drop in and enjoy the times when I am in flow and I'm in a real peaceful place. And Because healing, our need to heal naturally comes to us through our life and the things that happen so that when we do get into those times we're rested and, and well and able to face what we need to in that space we don't always need to be seeking healing uh, but we do have our hearts open for being prepared and ready and able to when we need to mm. 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 thank you bye <laughs>